This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's it's great to be back. It's amazing. I've been gone actually for two weeks, but we certainly pre-taped ahead. And I had a great sabbatical on the sea. So I wrote for clients. I started writing on my next book and came up with a lot of really great ideas. And those of you who've listened on know that sun and water are my muses. And I, I think what's really important in the blog that I put up on my personal website, the Book Shepherd, Dot com today really talked about how important it is to just really step aside from your ordinary because sometimes when you do that, the extraordinary drops in. New ideas, new concepts, twists, takes, and everything else that can just happen just almost in a serendipitous type of matter. Today, um, I've got someone who I have followed for years, literally years with this as a guest, and, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say she should have been on a long time ago, so we won't have this as a solo event. We're going to have Ellen Violet here again and again. She is a guru when it comes to anything and everything in developing and marketing ebooks, and I certainly want to get into some of that uh, today, but she also is a, is a coach. And she works with a variety of authors and other professionals just in in the creative arts. She is a Kindle expert, and I'd love to have her get into some of those things that we're going to be getting into that. She's also an author. She's the author of six books, including Sell More Ebooks, Low and No Cost Tactics to Explode Your Ebook Sales and Downloads, and with the, with with another internet guru, Jim Edwards. And she's also the co-author of the number one in books, Ready, Aim, Captivate, and Wake Up Live, The Life Freedom. So Emmy, uh, she also has, I wouldn't say Emmy, but she's Grammy. She also has a music side to her. She's a Grammy-nominated songwriter. So as a non-techie, she does a lot of great techie things. So Ellen and I are going to be jumping into a variety of areas around what's going on really with publishing, what's going on with authors, what about what about audiences today, and how can we really create and get into really pitching ourselves fast, concisely, and grabbing so we can move into those sales. So let's just get going on that. Hi, Ellen. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. Good. So good. I love, just said I love water too. Oh, water's my thing. You know, I grew yeah. up. I grew up on the beach. You know, yeah. and so um, I, I, I am a sand rat. I guess. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. <laughs> I am a sand rat. Yeah. 
Alrighty. So with, with saying that, let's, let's really jump into those things, um, that we look at and, and looking with where we're going then and marketing. And, and I ha- have to tell you, I get more authors who they get the book. They finally got the book. And even though I've talked about marketing, even though I've talked about, you know, how are we going to launch it? They, mm-hmm. that, that deer and that headlight factor comes into play. And it's almost yep. everything that you've talked about or you've had them attend or listen to, it's all gone to la-la land. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you'd recommend to get people back on track to really thinking about this? Wow. Um, I would say to get plugged in, you know, to listen to you, to listen to me. I mean, just hearing what other people are doing sometimes gets people really motivated. You know, the other thing is your big, I mean, why are you doing it? You know, know where you're going, why you're doing it. And it has to be a big enough why to get it done. And, I, I, you know, we're coming into the end of the year as we're taping this right now. And I love this story. I mean, last year I had a client who came to me two weeks before Christmas. She said to me, I want to have a bestseller on Christmas. I said, okay. (laughs) You know, so I figured, you know, she had her book and she was ready to go. She hadn't written it yet. (laughs) <laughs> okay, but the name of her book was "Even Santa Takes that, uh, Bathroom Breaks: How to Get Organized and Something Like Stay Stress Free Through the Holidays" or whatever, something like that. And um, so, I mean, she really needed to get it done before Christmas, or she was going to have to wait a year, you know. And so, for her, that was a huge motivation. And we had a number one bestseller on Christmas, start to finish. Well, you're, you're- it's obviously this wasn't a, a mammoth book she did. It couldn't have been. Well, I mean, she'd been thinking about it for a long time, but she just hadn't put it to paper. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she didn't start thinking about it that day, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it, it, no, it wasn't 300 pages or anything. But that's not the point. The point is, is that she had an idea and she just did it because she knew that she had to get it done. And i got to tell you, you know, when she got done writing it the night before we were going to launch, she goes, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I can't do anymore. And I said, I'm sorry. I have 100% success rate making people the number one, and you're not blowing my record. So get your butt up tomorrow morning, and, you know, let's finish this. You know, And she laughed, and, of course, we got it done. Okay, so, so let's talk about someone who, who, who comes in with that deal of saying, okay, I'm pooped. I'm tired. I've had it. I'm taking a break. And, mm-hmm. and and someone like you says, you're not going to blow my record. Um, mm-hmm. So let's go through step-by-step step what you did. Um, well, what we did was, well, she had, she wrote her book. She did not come to me for the book writing part. Now, I do teach people how to write a book in three days or less. She probably would have been a lot less tired if she'd followed my, my course. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how she wrote the book, but she did. Um, what we did was... First of all, uh, and the thing that I suggest writers always do first, is what I call my crushing Kindle coaching session. And what I do is I walk people through the parameters of Kindle so that they're set up properly so that they can get found. Um, Because it's very difficult to get a bestseller and to get found if if you don't have the right keywords, if you aren't in the right categories, you get two categories, seven keywords, and... Um, also, if, you're, if your title isn't optimized for Kindle, in other words, has the right keywords in it and is also set up in such a way that you are approaching your subject in the way that is going to appeal to your audience, 
and also that your that your book cover is done properly. You know, there's a, a few things about that. I mean, you want it to be really crisp and clean and easy to read. And a lot of times what happens, this happened to me on my very first Kindle cover, was that it looked great when I got the PDF, but when I put it up on Kindle, it was all wrong. Um, it was called, the, I think it was The Seven Biggest Mistakes People Make Authoring an ebook and How to Avoid Them. And the seven was so big that you couldn't see anything else. So you would just be seven. It's like, what does that mean? You know? Mm-hmm. So you've got to look at it and see how it looks in Kindle. And then also, um, I work with I worked with Bliss One Designer for a long time, and he's worked on a lot of my book covers. And all of a sudden, I was you know ready to launch his book, and I go in there, and it just it, it just didn't look right. I mean, it was um, just not you know the image was blurry. And uh, and the sizing wasn't right. I'm like, you know, what the hell? You know, it's like we've done all these books, and all of a sudden this one's wrong. You know, so I mean, you you don't want to wait till the last minute and then find out that it's not ready to go. So those are some of the things that you need to to look at. And then also your sales description. I mean, that's how you sell your book on Kindle. So you've got to make sure that you are you know telling what your book's about and getting people excited about reading it. And I noticed that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm putting together a course right now called Ebook Marketing Mastery. And so I was giving people some background for people who hadn't done the Kindle coaching call yet or, uh, or at all. And so what I wanted to do was, you know, kind of go in there and, okay, look at, you know, what were the best-selling authors doing to get some ideas and add to my, uh, to my course. And I noticed that they had changed it. And I don't know why they did this, because they actually made it harder to find your sales description. <laughs> and before hmm. it used to be right out there, and you could see the whole thing. Now there's just the first part shows, and then you've got to click to see it. So, you know, it's changed the way you write your sales description. So you've got to make sure that you capture people's attention in that first line, or they may not even see it. So know? on that first line, are we talking about 10 words or less? How many words do we get on a first line? I don't know. I've never counted them, but it's like a you know, like a headline, All right? A headline. You know. So, so, so I have said for oh, this past year, short is the new black, and mm-hmm. that people have got to really get it succinctly down, really mm-hmm. concisely down, and mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you can't tell someone what your book is about while you're gazing in your belly button. You, you got to really <laughs> pop it out. Uh huh. Yeah, so, and, and it's noticed, a, and it's a problem, Ellen. That's a problem for so many authors. They don't know how to really do the hook. Right, right. Well, and what I've noticed is there's a couple ways that people are doing it on Kindle. I notice many of the top selling books uh, don't even have really a headline. They just start with the text. But if you're going to do that, first of all, it's got to be really compelling. And second of all, I noticed that a lot of those authors are better-known authors. So if people just go there and start looking at those and go, oh, that's how people are doing it, so I should do it that way, I don't really recommend that. I still recommend that that you do something mm-hmm. that catches people's attention. Either tell them about a bonus that you have or write a really catchy headline. All right. So for the people who can get away without the headlines, they've already got super fans behind them. Um, right. And they don't have to worry about that. And that's what I, I think that's what the common author common the, the naive author, the green author, or the tired author forgets is that uh it takes a while to build 
that audience that will allow right. you a little bit more to be a little bit more relaxed right um, when you go out on that marketing curve mm-hmm. definitely so yeah yeah but all right but so there are, there are shortcuts there are shortcuts all right, so let's let you know what we're going to take a quick break here, and then what I'd like to do is get into some of those shortcuts because I think that what we're really talking about is critical. It's it's from the get go critical. How do you get them to stick and stay with you so that then they will get into the text and move along with it? Otherwise, you've lost a potential sale and a potential fan for the rest of your life. With me is Ellen Violet. We're talking about Kindle sales, ebook, marketing, launching, and so much more on this Thanksgiving Day. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 3226 1106Design. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author You today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author You on Twitter at Author You and on Facebook at Author You, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author You, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, 
business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, we are deep in the heart of uh, Kindle and how do you create that bestseller, that strategy that you need. And with we have one of the best coaches out there, um, Ellen Violette, who really teaches courses on this in both coaching as well as online. She'll get into that a little bit more before we leave you um, today. But we're really talking about some of the components of how do you strategize and then start the implementation process to really go for the bestseller. And then, and also that includes how do you notify everybody in Timbuktu that you're in play? So, Ellen, what would we be doing? Well, um, like I said, the first thing you have to do is you have to make sure that you're set up to be successful on Kindle. And then once you've done that, uh, you have to decide how big of a launch, well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I, I'm assuming that people are going to launch. I love launches. I love KDP launches. Um, Amazon gives you two ways to, to do promotions uh, with Kindle. One is the KDP promotion. The other is the countdown. I've actually made more money on the free one, which is the KDP, than on the countdown. And the reason is if you build them the right way, First of all, you're automatically offering something for free to get started, and there are all these announcement sites that will announce it for you if you have at least four to six, uh, four or five-star reviews. So you you can get a ton of free publicity. So even if you're a brand-new author and you don't have a list, you can still reach a huge audience, and that's what makes that so attractive. But the fact that they don't know you makes it more difficult to make sales if you're going to charge even 99 cents. So if you do a KDP and you offer it for free, what happens is if you do it the right way, you build you can build momentum so that you make sales on the back end. And the way that you do that is by offering bonuses once your free days are over. So are, um, we all right. What, so so you have what five? How many how many free days do we have now under the KDP? Yeah, you can do up to five days if you want to do a launch really to just build your list. Then five days is a is good take it all but if you're doing it and you want to make sales i recommend doing two days and then building that momentum into making the sales after the two days so right. so and um, just, so just a reminder to all listeners if you're in kdp you're gonna it's a 90 day period it's a three month period that you're doing this so you what she's talking about is you have five days you can take them all at once or you can spread them out correct right exactly exactly but with the countdown you can only do one in 90 days, period, that's it. But you can do it from, like, a couple hours to seven days. So, you know, they're, they're completely different animals. But as I was saying, I've done both, and I made more money on the KVP because I actually sold about the same amount of books. But at 99 cents a book for Countdown, and I got, like, $2 a book 
for the KDP, you know, on, on all the ones that I sold, not with the mm-hmm. affiliates, but on my own, plus the affiliate ones. But anyway, so, yeah, so I, I, unless you have a book that's more expensive, if you have a book that's selling for nine ninety nine or, you know, a higher price, then it, then a countdown might make sense, except you still have to sell it on a countdown. You have to at least start at 99 cents. And the higher you go, the less sales you're going to get. So I don't, like I said, I, it does, I don't like it. It doesn't thrill me. But anyway, okay, so. So, so um, here's what I think you need to do. I think a lot of people are totally unfamiliar with the countdown. They've most have heard of KDP, if Amazon. Yeah. So maybe you need to kind of go back to square one, K, what KDP is and what the countdown is and how they process through. Uh, like I just said, the KDP is free, and you okay. can do them up to five days, and the countdown is reduced price, and you can do it from a couple hours to seven days, and you can uh, do it where you either make it 99 cents or you can count down to different prices, and I can't remember how many it is. I think it's five, so you could okay. go 99, 199, 299, like that. Um, mm-hmm. Assuming that your price is, is you know five ninety nine or higher, because you can't you don't want to have you can't have a countdown to something that's higher than what your regular price is. Does that make sense? Yes, certainly. Yeah. So that that's really the difference between the two. And also, there are a lot more announcement sites that will announce your free promotion than will than will announce a paying one. So you can just right. get a lot more. Visibility with a free one. All right. And, so in the in the free sites, how do they hear about the free sites? Does Amazon announce it out? Is there a a, a listing that they go on? How do they get on them? Yeah. Um, well, it, it depends. I mean, you can go and do the research and find them yourself. Uh, some of the programs that I have and and ebooks that I have, you can find them in there as well. Mm-hmm. So. That's so you want to take it, make sure, so that's part of your pre-work, that you know they are, so you notify all them of when the day is that you go live on the free, assuming you're, whichever way you go, um, right. on and your KDP, them, that they can of, get into it. Some of them you can put in up to two weeks, but I've, you know, basically done it where we just do it like, you know, a couple days before, and some you can only do the day of. And if you get them in enough sites, I mean, it, it can get you all the way to number one. It's just doing the legwork. And we actually have a service where we'll do it for you because it's a lot of busy work. It, it, that's the one piece I don't like to do myself. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, there's that. And then the other thing to know about that is that when you do put it in the announcement site, a lot of them make you go directly to Amazon. So you can't send people to a site. Um, but what I like to do is I still like to set up a registration page on my site and tell people about my bonuses there. And mm-hmm. so then I also will take that offer and uh, put it into my sales description as well. And then if they go directly to Amazon, that's great. And if they come to my site first, if I'm doing it in social media, because my reach is over 20,000 people, and with all the people that I have as influencers as well, I can reach about half a million people or more. So I definitely want to send those people to my site first because it just looks, you know, it's, it's better because it just looks better and they can see everything more clearly and I know they're going to see it. Whereas on Amazon, you know, you have to work harder to get them to see it. But 
as I said, um, the announcement sites, though, there's so many of them, and you do get a ton of traffic. I mean, we've been able to send over 20,000 people to an ebook launch at a time and get authors to number one very easily. So you're talking about, there, there's uh, two questions pop out. One is you've got a service that you do on that. So what, if someone was to engage someone like you to assist them in that, what would that cost? Or where would they, where would they go to get more information? Yeah, you can go to ebookthis.com, ebookthis, T-H-I-S.com. Yeah, we have all kinds of, you know, add-on services and full programs, so it just depends on what people want to do. But the one thing I do really want to discuss is that there are three phases to a launch, and it really depends on what your strategy is, what you're trying to accomplish. And a Mm -hmm. lot of times people will say to me, and I had someone write me just this morning, and they'll say to me, how many books did you sell? And there's mm-hmm. so much more to it than how many books you sell. I mean, there's a, there are several benefits of doing bestseller launches. So, mm-hmm. first of all, when I started, we didn't have Kindle. So, there was no ranking. So, I used to do them from my site with JV Partners, and we sent out, you know, some emails, and I'd make 10, 12 grand, you know, in a very short amount of time. But the ebooks went for a lot more money. Now, um, it's, it's a little more difficult to get people to JV with you when it's on Kindle because you're good, they're going to make so little money, okay? So what you have to understand is that one of the main reasons to do a book launch uh, is to get the bestseller ranking, okay? That's number one. So that when you, you know, remember you can only do five days out of 90, so what are you doing the other 85 days, right? So the other 85 days you should be marketing your book. And when you're doing that, it's a lot easier to get people to go look at your book when your book is a number one bestseller or a bestseller, you know. So that's the first thing. Um, The second thing is, is as I already mentioned, is you can get leads from your book, and they're targeted leads because they came there because they were interested in your topic. Mm -hmm. So what you can do is you can put a bonus inside the front of your book you can also put something in the back of your book. Now, and they serve two different purposes. So on the front of the book, anybody who comes Kindle can look inside your book and get your bonus, and they're going to get on your list. So whether they buy the book or not, you can continue to market to them. And for many people, a lot of people who don't know you, they want to have uh, contact with you five to seven times before they're ready to buy from you. Exactly. You know, so let me ask you this, though. What kind of bonuses are you give me? Give me a range of bonuses that might be attractive. It's totally dependent on the type of book that it is. Uh, basically, you want to have something that's related, a related topic to your book, and it's mm-hmm. a lot easier than people think. I mean, it could be you know a package of articles that you've already written. Uh, it could be interviews that you've done with people or that you do with people, uh, and Huh? Yeah, keep going. Oh, and interviews can be, uh, let's see, when I do an interview, like an hour interview is 40 pages. So half an hour is 20 pages. So, you know, 15 minutes is 10 pages, and you've got a bonus. You know, as long as it's something that you know people are going to be really excited about, that's the, that's the key, is you want them to opt in, and you know that people do not want to give people their their name and email, so it's got to be somewhere where they don't care giving it to you because they want it that badly. So okay, so 
Let, let's mm-hmm. let's hold on to that thought. We'll come back to that because I think the bonus thing is really critical and bringing it connected into it. With me is Ellen Violet. We're talking about ebooks and how to move it into high ranking and be successful with your sales. This, this is, is your author you. To book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. It's Dr. Judith Bryles, and we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, so we are deep into Kindle bestselling, and Ellen Violet is going through these three phases, these three critical strategies of creating this bestseller uh, positioning for your ebook. Uh, you, and, and, you know, with your whole Kindle status. So we, we went into the very first one, uh, you know, just that ebook launch, and we were touched talking about the bonuses and how critical they are and how essential it is that they relate to what your book is about. And I was telling Ellen 
off the air that it, it boggles my mind how I see time after time after time that authors spend sometimes mega thousands of dollars in these launches for their books and they have this bonus package put together by the person who is helping them manage it and handle it and all of a sudden that it goes through and um, these bonuses have absolutely zippo to do with what their book, their theme, their expertise is about. And for me, when I see these, it's a giant yawn. And I actually, it I walk away from it because I have no interest in it. And, you know, Ellen, what do you think about some of this that you see? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, again, you have to think like your readers. Like, why are they interested in your book? So you already know that's what they're interested in. Why would you try to give them something completely different that they may or may not be interested in? It just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, and it, and it has evolved. I mean, I remember when I first did a bonus offer with Mark Hendricks, uh, the 12 Days of Christmas, he used to do that. And I built my list very fast doing it. And in those days, you get like 77 marketers together and everybody would give a bonus. It was on everything under the sun. But it was cool because there was something for everybody. But when you're doing a book, that's not what you want. You don't want something for everybody. You want something for people interested in the topic of your book. So, uh, and, and so see that, that to me is just common sense and logical. But right. I never know. <laughs> right, absolutely. But also I was going to say, you know, that, that one is for everybody. But you can also have something at the back of your book. And that one is just for buyers because they're not going to see it unless they bought the book. And that mm-hmm. way, then you can know who the buyers are because those people you want to move to the next level versus the people who may or may not have bought the book. So you've got a lot of, you know, people who are just interested. So it, it pays to have both of those. But, um, but exactly. That's phase, okay. But that's what I call phase two, and then phase three um, really usually only works for nonfiction and. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's, it works for everybody, but it works in different ways, I should say. So for nonfiction, you can have a, a bonus um, package. Remember I was saying you want a package for urgency so people will buy after the free days. But once you, when you have that, you can have one of those things be either a live event or a live training or a live streaming, you know, something where you have an upsell and you can make really good money on that upsell. Okay, so remember, because you're only making, you know, at the, usually a couple bucks at the most on on the book. But if you've got something on the back end that you can sell for, you know, 97, even, you know, 197, 297, I mean, in that range, now it makes sense that you, where you can bring on joint venture partners. If you're really ambitious, you want to make a lot of money, you can make a lot of money doing this. So, I mean, I interviewed one of my mentors, Eric Lothholm, and he had done this with a live event, a three-day live event on the back end with some of the top people in his niche, including people like Jay Abraham, I mean, really top of the line. But he made over $30,000 in that weekend. So, you know, just doing a little one with a webinar, I've made like $1,500 in a couple days, you know. Mm So um, it just depends on how much time, energy you know, you want to put into it. But the cool thing is, is you can kind of get an idea in advance of how much you're going to make based on what you decide to do and who you bring in. So you have total control in that sense. 
All right. So the, typically, I think that as people are listening to this, they're going to say, okay, you're talking about doing an event or you have mm-hmm. these post-aftermath bonuses, for example, mm-hmm. and um, that, and, and you're talking about up sales. So there, I, I, I can just imagine some of them are thinking, okay, so what do I upsell? Okay, so again, well, let me go back before I answer that question. Again, if you're fiction, though, you can still have a bonus package. You're not going to have a training because there's nothing to train on, but you can still have a bonus package. I have a client right now who's written a book about China, and for people who are interested in China, he's offering uh, uh, his newsletter that he that people pay for, but he's offering it for free for a certain amount of time. So that's that's his bonus. So mm-hmm. I mean, I wish he had more, but that was you know that was what he was willing to do and what he what he felt mm-hmm. would be of interest to him. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to your question again. It goes back to your book. I mean, this is one of the things that I've been teaching for years, and people are now finally starting to catch on. But I wrote a book many years ago, so called the One Ebook Solution. The 12 Secrets to Turning a Single Ebook into a Six-Figure Income. And basically, what you can do is if you write your book with the idea that you want to turn into a training later, you can literally take your chapter headings and turn them into modules. So, you know, with that in mind, if you just go into your book and you could take one of the modules and turn that into a training, you know, or you can create a whole program and then have the whole program be your upsell. So, again, it depends. I have another client who created an app uh, for bodybuilding, and so he didn't have an upsell. And I said to him, you know, the easiest thing for you to do would be to uh, interview several of the top bodybuilders that he has access to and turn that into a product. So, I mean, there are, again, there are a lot of different ways to do it, it's, and it's not hard. You just have to remember what was your book about and then always think like your readers. What are they going to need next? What are they going to want next? What else is going to help them on this subject? That's always the key. Always, always, always. All right. So it is, it's coming in. And I think that your, your suggestion about your chapter titles, turning those mm-hmm. into modules. I mean, I've always told people in speaking, because speaking for a printed book, that is the way I sold gazillions of books. And that literally each chapter is 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 a segment. Each chapter could very well be a speech all by itself, and right. that's where that your whole training idea is coming into play. And right. so you create those modules, which you can create tools off of those that add make more bonuses. So right. and those all Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely, and you know, don't forget if you don't have something and you can't think of anything, there's always affiliate. Uh, products too. I mean, you won't make as much money, but it's better than not making any. You know, so if you don't have the right thing, or you know, sometimes, like I said, you can add more than one in in your package. So you know, maybe you go to somebody else who's done something, and you say, you know, let me use this for free, but let's have another upsell behind that. So you give that as a bonus, but now you've got an affiliate link if anybody buys from them beyond that bonus. So, that's so they, way to you know, so and so here, everyone gets a scratch on the back. So they give you something for free that goes into mm-hmm. your bonus package, but then mm-hmm. you have behind it then the upsell or whatever other product that because you're right. an affiliate, you're going to get an affiliate fee or a type of commission, however you want to call right. it, um, right. for doing it. But also that person who gave something free actually makes money too. Right, and that's what you, that's what you're proposing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you, if last, that's the last resort, 
you know, because you're, you're not going to make the money right away in that case, but it's still an opportunity to make money. And one of the sites I love for this is JVZoo, because once you make money, once you, I think it's 25, once you have 25 sales in JVZoo, you get paid instantly. And I like that. I like getting paid instantly. Well, ex- explain what JVZoo, joint venture, t- t- explain what the JVZoo is. It's just a site where you can find affiliate programs and you can get a link to whatever program you want to promote. And again, then, you know, contact the person and um, see if they have something that would come before that offer. Okay. And so that you get a bonus and then the link would be the link that you had from JVZoo would be your upsell. All right. So for anyone who's listening in, what you need to do is let's go back to what we said in the previous session um, before we took our last break is that when you do your bonuses, ideally you have them linked like compatible with what your expertise and product is. Don't bring them out of out of Timbuktu that there's no connection. And right. they're already set up mentally to be receptive to ideas along whatever line your book, your expertise, your theme is about. So they will be, you know, if they like it, if they, if it's presented well, they're going to be much more likely to go along and become a buyer of both your book and, and other things that you're recommending. That's what's critical here, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Ellen, you had talked about um, in, in your three phases, and let me go back and see, because I know that you had given me some ideas beforehand, before we started, mm-hmm. that that uh, do they, let me just ask you this, do they really need to have uh, their book in hand before they start marketing, or should they be starting to marketing and set that up before they ever have their book, whether it's print or e? Right. Well, one of the things I love about KDP launches is most authors don't start marketing in advance. Okay, they should, but they don't. Yes, I know, I know. Right, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the thing that's really great about bestseller launches is that is your coming out party. That is, you know, that gets you started. That just starts it. So I have no problem with people starting with that and not doing any marketing before. Now, if they want to do marketing before, that's great. Um, you know, you're going to make more, well, actually, when you're doing a bestseller launch, if you do a lot of marketing before, and then, you, but your book isn't live, and then you launch. Now you you're going to get way more people doing getting it for free, and I'm not sure you want that. So, but but if you're already uh, on Kindle and you've been marketing and people have been buying it, and then you do a launch, you know that's fine. But you know I kind of don't like asking people to pay, and then all of a sudden it's free for the first time. So I actually prefer to do the launch first. But okay. Um, but Let, let's but see, hold on to that. We need to take one more break and come back. And okay. let's get into that setup of how to do this so they get it right. You're listening to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. I'm Judith Bryles. We'll be right back. This is Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, with me today is Ellen Violet on this Thanksgiving, and and I always want to say, and of course there's a lot of replays afterwards, Thanksgiving weekend, though, is a big weekend, and it's really a a good time to acknowledge all the people who are so supportive and have helped our show, and and we're grateful to you and the growth, and with over 300,000 listeners downloading every month, that it's just been great fun getting um, emails from you and and feedback of what you're looking for. And I would encourage you, certainly email me at judith at browse.com or topics that you might like to hear about um, and ideas that you have, because I am always open to those kind of things. Uh, Ellen, uh, Violet, and I are talking about ebooks and being successful here. And one of the things that uh, that are often confusion. That really confusion is, you know, when do we do re- reorders? Pre-orders. Um, secondly, pricing. What do I price it at? Amazon, for example, has this range 
um, that they pay a higher rate between two ninety nine and nine ninety nine, and then it goes down on both sides of those curves. And then there's this whole bugaboo that oh my god, I can't do anything for free because it will devalue me. And then lastly, I wanted to come really to go over some of the common mistakes, maybe some of the myths that are out here. So we're going to cover all that in the next few minutes. So Ellen, let's just jump in and talk about okay. pre-orders. So there's a way in Kindle that you can take pre-orders up to 90 days. And the first time I tried to do it, I did it all along. You've got to be really careful. What I didn't understand is that um, what they say is, like, let's say, you know, you've got a copy, but you're not finished with, you know, some of the details or whatever. You can upload that, uh, but you have to have something to put in there. You can't just say, I'm going to take pre-orders. Okay, you have to have, you know, a, a manuscript of some kind. It just doesn't have to be completely finished. And then you can start taking pre-orders. Now, with pre-orders, it's just that. I mean, they can order it. They don't actually get it until it goes live. And the thing of it is, is you have to get your final copy in at least 10 days before you're going to go live. Mm. So that, that was the part I didn't understand, and I didn't do it right. So what, since I didn't do it right, what I did was I contacted them, and I told them, I didn't understand your directions. This is what I did. Can you help me? And, and they, they let me slide and basically let me redo it. But if you don't do that, or if you make a mistake and you don't contact them, they will ban you for a year from doing that. So you don't want to do that. But um, anyway, so that's the deal with pre-orders. Now, pre-orders mm-hmm. do actually count towards your launch, getting you to bestseller launch. So, you know, if you're, if like, let's say that you decide that you don't want to have us do it for you and you're afraid maybe on even if you take my home study course that you're not going to get to bestseller and you've only got this one shot, you know, you might want to start with the pre-orders to start building up your orders. But, you know, if you do that, you really you do have to know how to market, and you've got to be marketing it every day. So to me, that's a lot harder than just doing the bestseller launch. But, you know, it just depends on somebody's budget, how much money they're willing to put in, how much time, uh, that, that sort of thing, and, and how confident they are, you know, in doing it themselves versus having us help them. But, um, but anyway, but that's the story with uh, pre-orders. And okay. then as far as pricing goes, uh, I don't exactly know what's going on with Amazon because they have something that's in beta. It's a tool that I absolutely love, and I get it, but I have worked with clients where they did not get it. So I don't know if everybody is getting this yet now or not, but they have a tool that will tell you exactly what the top sweet spot is for selling your book, the pricing. And I have to say, before they had this, I used to do it by hand and calculate it myself, and I've always been very close. I mean, not to the penny, because, I mean, I might have came out to, like, 349. Well, my, I would never say 349 either. You know what I mean? I might say, you know, $3.99 or $3.47 or something. But, but anyway, they've got it down to the penny, so there's no point in trying to figure out what the sweet spot is. Just go in there with the tool and, uh, you know, do what they tell you to do. Now, if they don't, if you don't have that, then the thing to do is to look at books in your niche. And what you have to look at is price per pages. Okay, now, if you had a book that was only three pages and taught people to be a millionaire and worked every time, people wouldn't care that it was three pages, but it doesn't normally work that way. So people do look at how many pages. 
So it depends on the niche and depends on the number of pages. And then the third thing is who's the author. So, you know, sometimes you'll see an author who's with a major publisher, and when you see that, they actually control the pricing, and they're usually too high for Kindle, That, in my experience. So, um, you know, I do work with some publishers, and I find that they don't really have a clue about Kindle. So they just price it what they want to price it at. But um, when they do that, their authors don't generally sell as many. But, you know, again, there's a sweet spot between how many you sell versus what your pricing is. And you can play with that. I mean, you can start at one price, and you can go up, you can go down, you can see which ones do the best. But what you have to do is make sure that you're marketing the same way so that you're comparing apples to apples and not apples to oranges. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And you have to. And, yeah. and, I, and I can't remember. Do you remember what the tool's called? Because, I, I mean, I've seen it before. It's popped up. and it's, it, But actually, it recommends uh, when you're going in, it'll recommend a price for yeah, you. you. Yeah, exactly. That's what it does. It mm-hmm. recommends the best price. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't yeah, mean you have to take it, by the way. You know, everybody listening, it doesn't mean you have to take it. But they're just trying to give you, based on your title and the pages, this is kind of what it should be. Right, so, but why wouldn't you take it? I mean, to me, it just makes sense that they've got the data. So to me, it makes sense to take what they tell you. But, um, but I also want to talk a minute about pricing in terms of, it, first yeah. of all, pricing versus free and pricing um, the way people think about pricing. So people will think, well, I put all this work into it, I'm charging nine ninety nine because that's the top price mm-hmm. you can sell and you'll get the 70%. But that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't matter how much time or energy you put into it. It's what the market will bear. That's why you have to look at that market and what people are willing to pay. I mean, I had a client come to me and she was doing reflexology and she couldn't decide whether she wanted to start with, with uh, taught or teenagers. And we went and did the research. We found that the teenager books were going in the 999 range and the toddler books were in the 299 range. So of course she went with the teens. So a lot of times it can help you decide where you want to put your time and energy just by knowing what the pricing is in the different niches. Um, the other thing is, You know, people say, oh, well, you know, it devalues my book to give it away for free. Absolutely not. It does not. Okay? It's a goodwill gesture. It's like when you go to somebody's house and you bring a gift, you know, to a party or something. It's just saying, you know, I want to give you this because, um, you know, because I want you to experience me and I know I can help you down the road. So, you know, here's a taste. Um, You know, it's harder for authors who just want to write. I mean, if you're an author who's an author entrepreneur, an author coach, and you've got a lot of stuff on the back end and you really see your book as a lead generator, it's a lot easier to get in the mindset of just giving it away. But if you're an author, then it's harder to think that way. But think about this. When people get something for free and they see that they like you, they're going to keep coming back. And if you're an author, you're going to write more than one book. And one of the beautiful things about Amazon is that once you start writing more books, there's a section where it says customers who bought this also bought these or something like that. And so your other books are going to show up. And so what? And that's another beauty of the bestseller launch is not only do you make mm-hmm. money with, with your bestseller launch, but each time you do a new book, you're going to sell old books as well. So you know, even though you may be offering the new one for free, 
you've got the old ones that people are paying for. And I've even seen somebody do a launch where they had seven books and they had three or four of them free and three or four of them, I don't remember which was which, um, for sale. And they made a ton of sales because they gave a bunch of them for free and a bunch of them for sale. So the more books you have, of course, the more money you're going to make. Yeah, and especially for our fiction authors, they need to understand Absolutely. that. That is a huge strategy where you uh, you go ahead and you offer that freebie. It goes up and picks up your others. And then they want to read the rest in the series, if you, especially multiple right. books. It's, it's a huge strategy. Right. All right, Ellen, we have less than two minutes. So how about a couple of mistakes that are really common and, and how do we get out of them? Yeah, well, one of the mistakes I've seen people make is they set up or they have us set up their uh, KDP launch. And then, like, I, I had an author who, you know, told all her, her JV partners that they were going to be live at midnight. And first of all, it doesn't always go directly at midnight. Sometimes it takes Amazon a little bit longer. And so if you say that and people go there, it's not there, they start panicking. And secondly, what happened was that um, she didn't realize that Amazon is in Pacific time. And so it's midnight Pacific time, not Eastern. So what happened was is that people went to uh, get the, the links and they panicked, and then they bailed. And so she lost a lot of her partners. And then on top of that, she went in and started fiddling with things at the last minute. Well, the minute you start, the minute you go in there and change anything, it puts it back into draft mode. And so now, instead of going live a little bit after midnight, it didn't go live till 10 a.m. the next morning. Oh, so, that's a tragedy. Yeah. All right, so we're going to have to do a wrap-up on that one. Obviously, we're going to have to come back. I think what we ought to do a whole show is just on mistakes and how to fix them. Um, okay. Ellen, I think that would be a great idea. So thank you. We want to tell everyone that Ellen's uh, websites to go through are that kick, K-I-C-K, kickitwithkindle.com and ebookthis.com to find out yeah. services. Highly recommended. Yeah. And happy Thanksgiving to you and to yours. And to all of you, happy Thanksgiving. We'll be with you next week. This is Judith Bryles, and it's Author You, your guide to book publishing. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week.